Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. WGN, that's not usually a bump we use on Fridays. Every Tuesday when we talk to Terry Savage, that's her walk-up music. And I thought it would be good to talk to you today, Terry, based on the Supreme Court decision about Biden's forgiveness for student debt, because you said something last week about the impact on the economy as a whole. How are you? Well, there are are three levels of, of profound questions here. The first is, I know that when you brought this up, Lisa, half the people in the audience are going, grr, I paid off my student loan debt. I saved enough money for my kid's college. Why should anybody get a break on all of this? And then there's the other half that says, you know, we signed up for, parents signed up for loans. And do you know those loans carry fixed rates that cannot be really refinanced at 8%? many of them that have compounded interest for many years. So you've got parents who can't retire, kids who can't go buy a home or start their lives with their children and so forth. So there's a profound philosophical discussion here. It's sort of political, but it's really philosophical of do they deserve a break? I would just point out that people who are really buried in debt typically get bankruptcy as a way out but not for student loans. It's a very rare case where you can go bankrupt on a student loan. So you're stuck with fixed high rates that are compounding and you can't go bankrupt. And I also remind you that when we started this country, a lot of the people that first came here, the colonists, were escapees from debtors' prisons. We don't have debtors' prisons. So this is the big, profound discussion. The practical thing is, which you started out with, is right. All of a sudden, we're going to have Millions of people who are, it may not seem like a lot, three or four or five hundred dollars a month, but it's been the difference in letting them breathe, letting them shop, letting them uh, start a new life with families, and it's going to be a big burden, and there will be cutbacks in spending commensurate with the trillion dollars or so that it will now get paid back into student loans. Terry Savage is with us. You know her as the money lady. You can always find her at terrysavage.com. Somebody just sent in a text and said, Lisa, I really take exception to them saying student debt would be canceled. As I understand, it would be ten or 20000 20000 gets you maybe one and a half years in a state school and less than a half of a year at a selective school. So it definitely wasn't canceling your whole debt. No, it isn't, as a matter of fact. And very few get, tw- those are for Pell Grant recipients, are very low income. So very few get a cancellation of 20000 and And that's a very good point. It, but the point is, it's not the initial, many borrowers, and I wish I could remember the statistics, who still have student loans outstanding in their 50s and 60s, and they do, have already paid off the initial amount they borrowed and then some. But it's the compound interest at fixed high rates that really, really destroys them. Let me get, can I give you just in a minute a, some practical tips of what to do now, though? Yes, absolutely. The first thing you need to do is go to studentaid.gov, sign in with your federal student loan number. It's been three years. Hope you remember that. Make sure you know who is servicing your loans. Make sure they know what your address is because they're now about to start sending you information. 
about how to resume payments. So make sure that you they know where you are, and many of those loan servicers have changed. You need to know who's on your student loans. And the second thing is, there are some other things. First of all, I'm sure the Biden administration is going to come up with something. That'll be an interesting discussion, I bet, in the next week or two. But number two, there are still ways to come up with an income-based repayment plan that even though now you'll have to start paying, it might be lower. Um, and so you will, at studentaid.gov, you can look at income-based repayment plans. And one final thing, you know our own Ray Kaplan, who does um, talks about student loans and who is an expert at refinancing student loans and finding you the best way out now that you must pay them. She's at financialrelief.com. It sounds like a commercial for her, but we've kind of become friends. I respect her ability to come up with very creative solutions to deal with if you can't get rid of your debt, at least plan to pay it off in a way that maybe you can pay a number of years on time at a lower payment, and then at the rest of the balance will be forgiven on those plans. Right. And I think President Biden is going to speak at 2.30 about it. But everybody, you know, that voices their opinion varied on the text line. But many of them would say, why can't the interest rate be lowered? Wouldn't that offer the help that people need? This was my discussion about three years ago when the federal government was borrowing at two percent for 10 years remember when rates were artificially low and yet the student loan people had student loan payments at eight and nine percent fixed from the years previously when they took out those loans so my suggestion um was that we should just do what happens when you when you refinance your mortgage let people just automatically or do an automatic lowering of the rates. It would have been a much less divisive solution, and it would, I think, have been approached as a fair solution. If the government could get its refinancing done at 2%, why couldn't they they lower the rate on those loans? It's a great idea. Somebody just sent in a text, said, Lisa, my understanding is student loans are the federal government's largest asset. How will this affect the government's finances? Uh, no, there, there's talk that this could be over the, first of all, there's $1.6 trillion worth of student loans outstanding. We have a $32 trillion national debt. So I, we're let's keep things in perspective. And the government's largest asset is America. The government is America. So our national parks and everything else the government owns. So that's not the way to look at it. The way to look at it is what's the trade-off? between collecting the interest on the student loans and its impact on people, not only current borrowers, but future borrowers who might not be inclined to repay if they thought they'd get away with it. There are a lot of people talking like that. But what's the trade-off between letting those people who never realized quite what they were signing up for? Don't forget, they hadn't gone to college yet when they started taking out the loans. <laughs> so if we if we give them the opportunity to become productive citizens, uh, start businesses, build families. Are we doing more for the country on one hand than we're taking away on the other by forgiving the interest? Interesting. And the, and the principal. I am so glad that you took the time to call the show and weigh in on this because I knew after listening to Ray today that although you both think along the same lines that your take on it might be a little bit different. So we appreciate that. Thanks so much, Lisa. Have a good weekend, Terry. Are you coming to NASCAR? 
<laughs> I'm running the opposite direction. I horses are, you know, horses, horse power is my thing, but one horse at a time, that's how I like them. <laughs> that's exactly it. She'll be on the back of one of her horses this weekend. I went past the NASCAR setup. I took Lakeshore Drive in from the south end and got to see Michael Jordan's big rig, and it is phenomenal. It is amazing how many semis are out there right now. So I took a few pictures and I posted them all on my Facebook. And unfortunately, I got like three Facebook pages. So do Lisa Dent Speaks, Lisa Dent Radio, just find them, look at them. You'll get a picture of what is happening in downtown Chicago. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.